Welcome once again to Devotional, a spiritual resource for daily living. This is Pastor Ariel, and we are studying lesson number 12, day 6. Well, we're almost at the end of this week's lesson. It's flown by, and I hope that it has blessed you as much as it has blessed me. I've grown a lot. Lots of things that made me think, you know, my testimony especially, there's been a lot more that has happened since Jesus changed me. He continues to change me and the change goes deeper. Therefore, the testimony, the developing of the testimony really never ends and is so refreshing to review and think back what has God done for me. Uh, this week's lesson is for Thursday, September 20th. But as I said in previous episodes, this is for whenever you're listening to it. I'm sure, I'm confident God will speak to your heart and bless you. So in this lesson, we are now segueing, of course, towards the end. And there's now some action, if you will, happening. It's just not the whole home of jail, two years going by and day after day, no, no hearing in, in the courts. Now there's, there's action happening. And it's not necessarily because of a hearing. It's because of people asking questions. And Paul recognizes he needs to capitalize on these opportunities to share Jesus with others. And like I said, um, these lessons, uh, you may not know what, I mean, what lessons I'm even, I'm even talking about. If you scroll down, you will see all the links. There's one that you can go to a web browser. It will lead you to a web browser. And immediately you'll be able to have access to this entire lesson for this whole week. You can study it at your own pace and your own time for free. Or you can download it on your phone, uh, the iOS or the Android. I know that the, the iOS um, app, I discovered this this past week. The whole lesson is read to you. It's an audio. So if you don't have time to sit down and read the whole lesson, you can listen to the lesson itself. And then you can listen to this podcast to get, you know, things priming the pump of your with questions or ideas. Awesome resources for free, completely for free. So anyways... It, there's a question that is asked and in the middle of the lesson it gives you two different translations not contradictory contradicting translations I believe complementary translations um, Acts 26 28 is quoted and it's the question that is being asked by King Agrippa when Paul makes a direct appeal to him um, do you believe is the question Paul asks him do you believe the prophets I know you believe and King Agrippa responds, Are you so quickly persuading me to become a Christian? The New King James and the King James, which we may be more familiar with, says, You almost persuade me to become a Christian. I remember a friend of mine named Nathan Renner preached this sermon called Almost uh, in Florida. And he was on this verse and he was appealing to people. Do not be an almost Christian. Be a full-blown Christian. Surrender believe, accept. Um, so either translation, I believe, is extremely legitimate and extremely applicable. Are you so quickly persuading me? You're almost persuading me. It's just you're going too fast. Slow down. Slow down, Paul. That, that thinking about, you know, are you so quickly? Are you expecting me to become a Christian that quick? That's another way of paraphrasing his question. Let me to this question. How long does it take to become a Christian. According to King Agrippa, you need time. You need time to think about it. You need time to evaluate, consider the risk. All of that, all of that delay 
is uh, someone that is a politician, as we said in previous lessons. Politicians weigh their pros and cons, what they're going to lose, what's what, what's at stake. But Peter, I mean Paul, when he when he encountered Jesus, he didn't wait. Um, when someone said, "Why why are you tarrying? Get up and be baptized," he did so. Has, has someone been inviting you to get baptized? And are you saying it's too quick? Are you so quickly? I am almost. I need more time. More time for what? If you've already studied, if you've already gone through several lessons, or even just a set of lessons, and the Holy Spirit has put that desire, even if you have not completed the lessons, you need to express to a, a Christian brother or sister, especially a pastor, and say, I've made this decision today. That's the word that I believe um, came to my mind when I asked myself that question. How long does it take to become a Christian? In Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 7 says, He again, again fixes a certain day. Today. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. There's a book that I love. It's called Steps to Christ. And it's a book that I have read over and over many times. And there's a chapter in there called Consecration. It's chapter 5. And it says this in, one, in a paragraph found in page 47. Desires for goodness and holiness are right as far as they go. They're not bad. Desires for goodness and holiness is good to have them. But if you stop there, they will avail nothing. Many, this is a frightening sentence, many will be lost while hoping and desiring to be Christians. Desiring is not the same as being. They do not come to the point of yielding the will to God. They do not now, today, choose to be Christians. What has the Holy Spirit been convicting you as far as this decision of becoming a Christian, getting baptized, surrendering your will to God, yielding your will to God? It's not just at the point of conversion. It's not just at the point of getting baptized. Baptism is not the end of this experience of yielding our will to God. It's the beginning of this public exp expression of, I am living a life that will be exemplified by the pattern of yielding my will to God. You know, I, it took me a while to figure this out. I'm of this kind of a mindset. If I change my oil in my car, I don't want to have to think about it ever again. Then I got married, and my wife quickly realized that my cars would not last me as long as they could because I had that mindset. Hey, changing oil, that takes money, time. Who has that? I'm too busy. And hey, you know, if, if it starts sputtering and smoking and coughing and wheezing, then I'll take it to get the oil changed because then I'll know that, you know, I need to. <laughs> And my wife has said, no, it's been three months. The car is running fine. The car is running fine because it has good oil and we're going to put fresh new oil in it. This maintenance of cars, this regular maintenance of a car with oil changes reveals something about me in relationship to conversion. I had transposed that mindset of, all right, I've changed the oil, move on to something else, to conversion. All right, I got baptized. What's next? What's next 
is that the same process in which you yielded your will to the point where you make this public declaration is going to be your lifelong pattern of always discovering there are new things in your life you need to yield to God. It's not a one-time event. You may need to surrender activities that you're performing with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Things that maybe you stopped for a while because, hey, you're going to get baptized, but have slowly crept back in. It may have been things that, lifestyle things that because you were getting baptized, boom, I'm, I'm giving those up, Lord. But hey, slowly but surely, they have crept back in. You know, the book of Hebrews is, is beautiful. It's brilliant. You can tell it's the Spirit of God speaking to human hearts throughout history. It says, today, today, if you hear, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. Yesterday, at the very end, I talked about the book of Revelation and this imagery of Jesus knocking on the door. And it says, Behold, this is Revelation 3.20, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears not my knocking, he knocks, but he also calls. Because Jesus doesn't say, if anyone hears my knocking, it says, if anyone hears my voice and opens the door. Today, if you hear his voice knocking in your heart and saying, there are things that have crept into your life again, that they will pull you away from me. You need to yield your will to mine will you will you choose to be a christian today will you choose to publicly declare that jesus is your lord and savior through baptism and onward every day after that every morning tell the lord father i have plans in my agenda but i yield them all to you Father, there are plans that I have for my life, but today I hear your voice and I will not harden my heart. Here it is, Lord. Take away the heart of stone. Give me a soft, willing, yielding heart of flesh.